From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton for Monday, May the 17th, 2010. I'm Rod Villagomez. And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back to all of our returning listeners. If this is your first time checking out Podcast Stockton, thanks for checking out the show. If you have comments for the show, leave us a message at 209-565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. Coming up on today's show, we'll talk about Dallas Braden's perfect game. Take a look at the Media Fest. Matt interviews David McKeever. And we ask you, what is a cheap date in Stockton? Mother's Day, 2010. It's supposed to be all about mothers. Well, you know, this case it was about somebody's son, so technically I guess it might have been a mother. <laughs> there you go. So I am not a baseball fan. Well, I'm not a big baseball fan. You are. You know a lot more about it than I do. And... um this Mother's Day will likely always be remembered as the day that Stockton's very own Dallas Braden threw a perfect game against one of those Florida teams, right? Yeah, the Rays. The Rays. And um, uh, threw a perfect game, one of only uh, 19 perfect games in Major League Baseball history. Am I right? Yep, 19, 19 counting Bradens. All right. So uh, that was a pretty big deal. I was catching some of it on Twitter throughout the day. You know, will he do it? Will he do it? Will he do it? And um, he did it. It was awesome. It was awesome. And he's been everywhere, man. I'd love to get him on the show. Oh, we'll get him there. But he's been busy, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, just a tad bit. I think uh, between David Letterman and his Sports Center appearances, uh, he's a very busy man. Plus, his, uh, you know, his fact that he plays baseball still. Yeah. Cover of uh, Sports Illustrated on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. Which mm -hmm. I don't know what that means on the cover on the West Coast. So the East Coast people don't get Dallas Braden on the cover of their Sports Illustrated? No, they get A-Rod. Oh, geez, the other the other end of that debacle yeah really so um yeah he's been on letterman he's he's been everywhere and actually i haven't yet seen that um that letterman clip i still need to go out there and watch it but it's been a big deal every person uh, every news organization in northern california has written about it has written about his ties to stockton the fact that he's from here he still lives here or maintains residence and um it, it's a pretty big deal, right? It's a huge deal. Well, it's a huge deal for uh, for now. Let's put it that way. I, I'm not quite sure how much resonance this will have. Again, how many people actually remember the last person who pitched a perfect game? Uh, I don't. Do you? Mark Burley from the Chicago White Sox. <laughs> I knew you were going to But, you know, he was the last one to do it. And nobody talks about it until it's around when it's eminent. You know, until it's eminent, then you start talking about the last person to have a perfect game. So, um, you know, we, we're, we're really wanting to talk about the importance it is or the importance of this for Stockton, the city of Stockton in general. Yeah. What, what does, you know, Rod, what do you think it does, you know, for, for Stockton? I mean, certainly you said you watched the game, right? And there was mentions of Stockton. Oh, absolutely. All throughout this. But see, now this was, this is the problem is that uh, it was only a regional game. Uh, that was being televised. This wasn't on the national platform. It wasn't like Fox was carrying it or this was ESPN Sunday Night Baseball. This was Comcast Sportsnet California, oh. which means it was basically just the Comcast 
of Northern California that was covering this. And, uh, you know, so again, they can mention Stockton till they're blue in the face. And a lot of the people that live in the Bay Area, they already know where Stockton's at. So when you mention Stockton as somebody that lives in Stockton, it's not going to get as huge a response as if you say Stockton as somebody that lives in Tampa. So again, I mean, and that's another thing. I mean, it, it was showing in Tampa too, but uh, I don't think anybody in Tampa really cared right. uh, if this guy was from Stockton, California. Yeah, so from a, from a marketing perspective or from a national limelight perspective, probably not much. But, you know, I think it does something for Stockton residents. And, uh, you know, Slick Diaz, a friend of the show over at uh, reclaimingthetitle.com, wrote a great piece about it. And um, uh, I, I won't attempt to paraphrase because I, I read it that day and haven't read it since. But, <laughs> but basically the fact that, you know what, this, this, guy, this guy is good for Stockton. He is, he is a local boy, and, and it's, a, it's a story that's worth covering. Um, and I think it's great. I think it's great that it's, it's another one of those things and one of slicks, uh, I won't quote him, but he said, you know, this, this has more importance to him than, uh, a guy that used to be from Stockton going to the moon or, or going to space rather. Yeah. And the guy that leaves here and goes out and does great things, but you know, leaves and never comes back. I mean, you can make an argument that Dallas Braden went to Oakland to do this. But, you know, then you got to trace his steps back and he played for the port. So he played in Stockton, you know, and he, he still maintains residence, like you said, in Stockton. He still commutes to Oakland to uh, to go to practice, to go to games. Uh, so, you know, when he's when he's on homestands, it's not like he's living in Oakland. He's living in Stockton. So this guy is is living up to. Uh, every expectation you can have for a local celebrity. So he's living in Stockton, which is just a little bit different than the um, the uh, school board member from Stockton Unified. Oh, that that's another story. I won't, <laughs> I won't, I won't go there. Buzzing. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I mean, it is. It, it's cool that that he is in Stockton and that he went to Lincoln High. No, actually, he didn't. He oh, went he didn't to Stag. Oh, Stag. Okay, that's better than Lincoln. Okay. Yeah. Please, not another Lincoln success story. Nah, there's a ton of Lincoln No, I'm only saying stories. that because you went to Lincoln. Absolutely. Um, but uh, he went to Stag, and then he played for the Ports. So that's that's pretty local. And speaking of the Ports, on Saturday, the 22nd, um, he'll be at the Ports game, right? Absolutely. He will be honored uh, on the field. He'll be given... Uh, I, well, you know what? I, I know he'll be honored on the field. I'm not sure how much I can tell you what we're doing for him, but uh, we're definitely doing a lot for him. And uh, he is going to be very, very well honored in his hometown and in, in his old stadium. Well, not his old stadium. Has he played? Did he play? Absolutely, in the stadium? he played at Banner Island Ballpark. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. How long has he been in the league? He has been in the league since uh, I believe it was 2005. Is when he came up. Uh, yeah, it was 2005 when he came up between Stockton and Midland. So um, again, it was you know something that he he played in in Banner Island the first year Banner Island was around. Very cool. Yep. Very cool. So definitely show some uh, Dallas Braden love um, on the twenty second. Uh, what time is it? What time is game time? Twenty second, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock game time. Uh, go out there and check out Dallas Braden and um, and also you know let us know your thoughts. You think Dallas? If you're especially if you're not a baseball fan, do you give a rip that local boy through a a perfect game? I don't follow baseball, and I think it's phenomenal. And interestingly, I didn't even know who Dallas Braden was until I listened to Podcast Stockton. Because <laughs> almost every week since baseball season started, Lowell Tuckerman, in his sports update, has given a 
an update on what's going on with Dallas Braden. If it wasn't for Podcast Stockton, I would have never known who Dallas Braden Education was. through your own show. There you go. So uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts, too. If you have comments, um, visit us on Facebook or send us an email to mail at podcaststockton.com or give us a, uh, send us a voicemail at 209-565-3229. And, um, you know, I, I must say, probably not the best place to put this in the show, but we're recording the show later than normal or earlier, but later because we missed a show last week because of some scheduling snafus. But we, um, so we have Lowell Tuckerman's sports update, but when he says, when he makes a reference to a number of days ago, keep in mind that this show was supposed to have aired last week. So, yeah. So, grain of salt. Yeah. Time for a sports update with Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. With Lowell Tuckerman. Sixteen days ago, Dallas Braden made national headlines for calling out Alex Rodriguez for breaking one of baseball's unwritten rules. But on Mother's Day, Dallas made national headlines for his pitching rather than his mouth. Braden's perfect game was the 19th in Major League history. It was the first time an A's pitcher threw one since Catfish Hunter in 1968. Braden threw 109 pitches, 77 strikes, and he struck out six batters. The San Jose Sharks will play the winner of the Vancouver and Chicago series. Vancouver stayed alive on Mother's Day. They beat the Chicago Blackhawks 4-1. Two games in the NHL tonight. Montreal and Pittsburgh will play game six down in Montreal. And Philadelphia at Boston. Philadelphia tries to stay alive. They are down 3-1 to one in their series. During my radio show on Wednesday, we recapped the Stockton Thunder season. It was a great season for the Thunder. But unfortunately, they fell short of the Kelly Cup. Idaho was the better team going into the playoffs, so... I expected that they would contend in this one, which they did, and then they ended up losing. But it was a long shot that they were going to win because they, they, they started out 0-2, and they hadn't won a game in the, on the road. I mean, they lost the first two, then they won two, and then they lost one at home out of the three games at home because it's 2-3-2 in the ECHL. So, yeah, they, they, they didn't win the game on the road, which that would have changed everything. So, yeah, status quo. But they've been, they've been improving. That voice you heard was Chris Ehrman, the official hockey expert of Delta College Radio. That is your sports update right here on Podcast Stockton. I'm Lil Tuckerman. Let's send it back to Matt and Rod in the Outback Studios. We get to do once more what we are born to do, and that is MC an event. <laughs> we were born to MC an event? Uh, I don't know. You ask the media, the, uh, the media <laughs> you ask the Earth Day people and ask, uh, see what they say. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yes, we are. We are going to be able to be MCs for the Delta College Media Fest when it's second year, actually. Yeah, Media Fest 2010 at San Joaquin Delta College in Upper Danner, right? Upper Danner. At uh, 12 noon. I think doors open at 10 for some uh, ex- exhibit stuff, but uh, general session at 12 noon. And uh, come check out, uh, there's t- tons of stuff going on, but I haven't been to one of these before. This will be my first one. Um, well, since there's only two, I think you're, you're well, kind of safe in that. But 
And um, in this one, I'm working. So I, I so tell you know tell tell us about the event, Rod. So Media Fest basically is just a an opportunity for uh, I shouldn't say just, but it is an opportunity for the students of uh, this year, every form of media that's offered at uh, Delta College, uh, to to showcase their stuff to some of the big wigs and some of the people that are doing the hiring in the industry. Um, last year we did. Uh, graphic arts, we did, uh, I believe, video and audio. But this year, it's covering the gamut. It's going to be graphic arts, it's going to be audio, it's going to be video, it's going to be journalism. Um, it is going to be everything. Uh, and, and it's really, it's just insane. There's there's just so many ways and so many big professionals that are going to be making their appearances uh, to check out some of these students' work and to talk to them about, you know, the industry. Yeah, so the students in the, uh, the various media programs um, offered at Delta College get to put their projects out on display for working professionals to come look at them, critique them, give them feedback, right? Yes. And then there's um uh, there's some other events. There's a um a forum, and I don't know if we know everybody that's on the forum this year, but last year there was um uh, Mike Clocky, the editor of the record, uh, Tara Kuslidge, the online editor for the record, and um, Enzia Williams, the news director at KCRA. They were there. I do know, actually, that um, uh, our friend Adriana Broger will be there. Adriana Broger will um, make her appearance. She will be on the forum. Yes. And um, so definitely, you know, if you're interested in media, where media is heading and, and what's going on at Delta through the media program, you definitely have to check out Media Fest 2010. And, uh, you know, the you can't beat the price. I mean, if you order the tickets now, go on the website at uh, deltacollegeradio.com, click the uh, more info link on Media Fest. And um, if you do that, you can get tickets for free. See? But if no you, excuse. But if you forget to do it and you just show up unannounced on Saturday morning, May 22nd. See, on Saturday, you can go to the um, you can go to Media Fest during the day and you can go to watch Dallas Braden at the, at the Ports game. Works perfectly. All, all in a day. And um, um, if you go there on the day, I think the tickets are only a buck. Yeah, they're a buck. So there's no reason to not come out and... Say hi to Rod and I and meet some of the, you know, local local media folks from local TV stations, radio stations, um, the newspaper, folks from the record. Absolutely no excuse. Also, um, um, there will be some folks there from the Broadcasting Sunshine film. That's right. That's the movie that uh, all the students for Delta College are have pretty much been focusing most of their efforts on. They were supposed to be able to showcase it at the Media Fest, but uh, if you guys know anything about movies and sticking to shooting schedules, and uh, the weather has not been their friend over the last few days. So uh, they were trying to reshoot some scenes to try to get it cut, and uh, yeah, it didn't work. But those guys are uh, professionals, and they're really looking forward to being there and talking t- in the panel as well. Yeah, and we'll we'll have a, a chance to um, to talk with the, the film and the crew and, and uh, all that from that. And we've of course, they've been on the show, so they're friends of the show. Um, but uh, it'll be great to... to you know, get another perspective now that they're a little bit further down the road, close to completion. And, and I, I've seen the extended trailer. This this is a real movie. This is a featured full length film. It really yeah, is. I did it first time. It really is. And and that's the thing about uh, that program. And the great part about Media Fest is that, uh, you know, it's really because of the people that these students have been able to meet over the course of the you know few years that they've been there. The last Media Fest, they met a couple of filmmakers. They got jazzed about it. Um, Mr. Story has been able to bring in some low budget filmmakers and, uh, and these kids have really had some serious motivation and, uh, and again, their talent matches up with it. 
And uh, well, I can't wait till they meet some of the other filmmakers that are going to be there. Uh, there's going to be director, uh, a director of photography, uh, a professional director of photography there. There's actually going to be a few directors, uh, producers from Hollywood movies. Uh, one of the guys, Mike Carroll, who wrote a book called Naked Filmmaking, um, he again is he's going to be there too. So so many people to meet in the industry. If you ever wanted to be part of the journalism, the media, the broadcasting part of the world, come to Media Fest. You don't even have to be a student. That's the great part about this. You don't even have to be a student to meet these people. You could just come and participate, pay your buck, get it for free online, and and come and and rub elbows with some of the some of the more important people in the industry. Yeah, absolutely. And great, you know, great addition to the point that you don't have to be a Delta College student to, uh, you know, to, to take part in this great community event. The, um, you know, uh, Mr. Story and, and crew have put to, are putting together another great event. Um, and uh, I think last year's was on a week, a weeknight. So this will be, you know, it sounds like the crowds have gotten big enough to warrant a weekend showing. But, uh, you know, free or almost free admission. And, you know, you, you can't beat it. You have any interest in media? Come check out Media Fest. Come say hi to Rod and I. We'll be there all day. Media Fest on Saturday, May 22nd from uh, 12 to 4, 12 to 5, something like that. 12 to upside down question mark. Ah, there you go. This is Chris the Greek, and you're listening to Podcast Stockton, coming right into your living room. So we asked the question of the week a couple weeks ago. What are your suggestions for a cheap but fun date in Stockton? Yes. And uh, we got a few responses. Uh, Sierra Whiskey. Love that name, by the way. Um, Salsa Night at Chivitas. Free lessons at nine. Cheap drinks and nice view. I've always wanted to do salsa, so maybe I'll check out Chivitas. I uh, I like to eat salsa. I ain't dancing. (laughs) I don't know. It's been one of those things that's been on my to-do list for a long time. On your bucket list? One of my bucket list things is get salsa lessons. Um, Our friend Angie Littleton says, pizza and Netflix, of which I have just been uh, introduced to Netflix. Uh, Never used it. Didn't really want it because I had Blockbuster, but uh, I'm, I'm on board with you, Angie. I, I love Netflix. Uh, I love the watch it instantly uh, option. That's my friend now. Yeah, very cool. I am not yet on Netflix soon. Um, we also got a uh, message from somebody named Liddy. I, yeah, I don't know I, who that is. She's never been on the show, but I think we got to call her a friend of the show. Well, I don't know if she's a friend. <laughs> but. Um, your, uh, your, your beautiful and wonderful fiancé. Said uh, anything involving all you can eat and in an interesting surrounding. And she is absolutely right. She is a sucker for uh, Mongolian barbecue. That is, that's our idea of a date. It used to be where it was Mongolian barbecue before the uh, Stockton Civic Theater production of Fill in the Blank, and then because we used to live close enough to both to where we just walked, you know, to Mongolian barbecue and then walked across the street to the Civic Theater and then walked back home afterwards. It was a great date. And it only cost us probably about $30 maybe at the most, depending on what the tickets were running for that show. Yeah. So then we also have, uh, we asked it again, and we have a couple of responses. David McKeever said sunset and a bottle of wine. How romantic, David. Yes, very much so. And Dave, uh, D- David knows his wine. Um, Fia, friend of the show. Says hit the happy hour at either Elephant Bar or BJ's and get a drink and some appetizers. Then if it's a Wednesday, head over to Blackwater Cafe for some live and free entertaining of open mic night. As uh, as long as I'm not on the open mic, that is uh, <laughs> it's going to be entertaining. Great. Enough journey to save your uh, save your life. There you go. Sierra Whiskey answered again because she loved Shativa's, but 
She also said black water for open mic, of course. Elephant Bar, BJ's, uh, if you're young and like white and like beer. Uh, and then Paragary's for happy hour in Stockton. There's a, a, a walk along the deep water port before dancing at the waterfront warehouse bars. That's interesting. Um, I liked Gabe's response in a... Um, uh, uh, in, in, in a different way. Let's just say that. He said, hmm... Super glue a quarter to the ground at the mall, get a sandwich in Charlie's, and enjoy the show. It's a good show. It's a good show. I'd pay to see that. Uh, Manny, Emmanuel Montes says, funny, I bet all these guys are holding out on this one, waiting to see exactly how cheap a woman's date night standards are. He he uh, he was, yeah, he was trying to figure out how long people were going to hold out on answering. Um, yeah, so that's basically all he was doing. I don't think he actually gave us... He, he didn't. Oh, yeah, actually, he already knows. He's the cheapest person you'll ever meet uh little caesar's red box movie walgreens or dollar store popcorn a couple of cookies from the food for less vending machine and probably a bottle of wine <laughs> uh uh tim who used to live in Stockton, now lives in chicago he's a fan of the show he says the Hagen, the japanese garden at mickey's grove pixie woods and um you know uh also the caesar chavez public library and a picnic while watching the boats go by on book on buckley cove Boy, Tim, for not being in Stockton for a while, man, you sure nailed it. Yeah. And then, you know what? That's the good thing about, uh, you know, when you're watching the ships go out on, on Buckley Cove, uh, it's it's awesome. Because, again, I, that's right around where I used to live. So uh, I remember watching all those ships go out. And that, that's some good times. Uh, our friend Sierra Whiskey, again, can't, she can't leave the Facebook alone, and I love it. Uh, but she said the best date she ever had was handing out hula hoops to kids around the houseboats on the Delta, uh, packed her lunch, and gave it away. So uh, you don't have to be stingy to be cheap. Good call. Yeah, I like that. Um, Robert Cruz, a.k.a. Meatball, a.k.a. Cruise Missile from the Stockton Stingrays, says uh, go to the movies and dinner and uh, watch Letters to Julia. So he got very specific on the movies. Yeah, she did. Or he did. Uh, our friend at Elegant Essence, Pat, said go to Podesto in Lincoln Center. Get your sandwich, salad, sweets, and fruits, and pack and go to picnic at uh, Weber Point, the marina, or at your favorite park. Bring your covers to sit. And a bottle of wine. The key, though, she says, is carry on a good conversation that's free, but you can get another date. Yeah, and Adriana said, hmm, uh, Podestos, love them. Have not been there in a long time for uh, for, for sandwiches, but uh, I do remember them as being very good. So what about you, Matt? Cheap date. You know what? Cheap date for me is just hanging out downtown. You know, I love the waterfront arena and, um, you know, the, the park down there is really nice. I think that's about as cheap as you can get. You know, just up to Starbucks, get a cup of coffee or a tea, in, in my case, in my wife's case, and um, just go down there by the water. That's that's cheap, fun for me. What cheap, about you? Cheap now is is, is basically, I'm, I'm right along the lines of the uh, Little Caesars and the Netflix, because uh, it used to be the, you know, it used to be the, the Mongolian barbecue, but uh, ever since the kid come along, it's, it's uh, grab Taco Bell, come back, and uh, at least watch a little bit of... Whatever show we're watching at the time, be it Smallville or, you know, maybe we'll get a movie in if neither one of us are too tired. And uh, yeah, so that's a cheap date now. Yeah. And uh, now for you, cheap date, step one for cheap date, find babysitter. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the tough part. There's no such thing as a date. I don't I really don't remember the last time. I think it was the last time my mom came down. Uh, She's the only person in the world. And my mom lives in Denver that will trust to watch our daughter. Uh, anymore you so. you wouldn't trust me 
Uh, I mean, besides the fact that Kaylee doesn't like me. Yeah, that would probably be the the deciding factor there. She wouldn't even stay close to you, let alone. Oh, you know what? I think the last date we went on, though, was the the, um, uh, trivia bee. Oh, yeah, there you go. (laughs) That was the last date, and I put that in parentheses, that we've been on. So, yeah, it's been a while. Cool. So those are uh, some things you can do for a cheap date in Stockton. If, if we missed your favorite one, we'd still love to hear from you. Visit our Facebook page, facebook.com slash podcast Stockton, or uh, leave us a message or send us an email. There's tons of ways to get a hold of us. Absolutely. Holy smokes. Oh my goodness. I am so excited this week, my friends, to bring you the ads of the week. This week on ClosetGoodies.com, we have a 26-inch men's mountain bike, 200-amp meter main combo, and a handyman would love to get your business. Find all these great ads and many more on ClosetGoodies.com, where it never costs you anything to post and search ads. Thank you for using our website, and thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton. I'm joined live in the Outback Studios by David McKeever from McKeever Real Estate and, of course, from 365 Things to Do in Stockton. David, thanks for joining me live. Yeah, thanks for having me on. So uh, first and foremost, you you are a real estate agent in Stockton. Um, mm-hmm. how, how's business going in Stockton in, in, in the real estate world? The uh, There's a lot of action. Um, lot As you know, there's a lot of short sales, real estate-owned REOs. We've had a lot of first-time homebuyers in, in this market trying to take advantage of the tax credit. So is the, is the, tax, the tax credit has expired? Yeah, it just expired April 30th, and we're hoping that the new state credit um, that Arnold, the, the governor, uh, had passed mm-hmm. recently um, kind of continues the momentum in this market. Um, this, the state tax credit is a little bit different from the federal credit in the sense that the credit is given over a three-year period um, on, on your income taxes. Um, but in terms of the market, it's still very active. We're seeing multiple offers on homes um, that are priced well. And it, it's, it's a real challenge to uh, get, in, get in and have uh, our clients find, find homes just because of, there's so many buyers in the market and uh, the inventory is less than normal. Yeah, so low inventory and high, um, high number of buyers should help drive prices up, which is good if you're selling. Mm-hmm. But not, I won't say not good if you're buying, because still, com- comparatively to several years ago, prices are pretty good right now, right? Yeah, prices are very, very well, very attractive, very low for buyers. Um, it's just that the, the number of homes on the market are, are, are significantly down um, on average, uh, the inventory is about four to four to five month inventory, and right now we're looking at an inventory of only about two months. So, oh wow, yeah, the, the it's keeping it's keeping the prices down. So, how how long have you been involved in real estate? I've been involved in real estate for about seven years. Uh, I was a loan officer prior to uh, being a full time real estate agent. Now, and um, it, it's a it's another. Uh, it's another avenue, but yeah, about seven years. It's uh, it's a fun, exciting. Uh, it's it's very rewarding to help people uh, purchase their first home. So, um, what what differentiates you from all of the rest of the real estate agents in Stockton? Because of course, there there are a ton of them. There are a ton. 
Um, I like to think that I'm using the latest and greatest technology tools to help folks find their home. Um, for instance, I am working with a no- number of out-of-town uh, people that are buying investment properties. And obviously, being out of town, they cannot make it out to Stockton every day. So what I like to do is go through the home with my video camera, um, preview the home for them, post the video on YouTube. And uh, so that way, it feels as if they're walking through the house themselves. Um, it gives them kind of a, a better sense of, of the home and um, I can zoom in and see if there's any issues that they might not be aware of just by looking at pictures. So I try to go above and beyond uh, in creating these videos for folks. Yeah, that's good. I noticed that, um, you know, there's it's it's one thing to, to buy a house, you know, the old-fashioned way by mm-hmm. actually going and visiting it. But yeah, if you're out of town, you you know, it's it's hard to just look at the pictures on a website to see that the whole field and video will certainly tell a lot more. Certainly, yeah. Video is a very powerful tool. It's it's uh, it's uh, it's a it's a cool medium to be able to use, um, and I think it's underused with a lot of agents today. So. Well, and then that's uh, and that's good for you, right? If your competition's not using it as much. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you've also got a couple of things, a couple of other endeavors out on the internet. Um, the first is a LincolnVillage1.com. What can you tell me about that? LincolnVillage1.com was a community website I've created for the specific area that I live in. And it was a way to help build our community. Um, I wanted uh, neighbors to be able to interact more. And as you can see on the website, um, I have a blog. I've created a uh, an opportunity for neighbors to log in and interact with one, one another. Now that I found I found that just walking down my street, I don't know a lot of my neighbors, um, and this gave me the ability to hopefully connect with those neighbors. And this this website spurred from the, and an idea because um, we recently had a neighborhood watch meeting, and I found that people just were not speaking to one another. And the success of neighborhood watch is neighbors looking out for one another. So I was hoping this would uh, create another tool to help in that regard. Cool. And then you also have the uh, 365 things to do in Stockton, which is, uh, you can find that at um, the StocktonLife.com or um, McKeeverRealEstate.com. And also, of course, on Facebook. And um, that's kept you busy uh, as of late, um, finding one thing to do in Stockton every day. Tell me about Mm -hmm. um, how you got started, why you got started, and um, what kind of stuff you could find there. Yeah, the Stockton, I well, I created the StocktonLife.com, and and I wanted to do a blog about all the good things that are in Stockton. As you know, Matt, there's... <laughs> Sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as Podcast Stockton does. But I I wanted to create another blog, and I was looking for an idea that, that represented that, but um, I couldn't really hit the hammer, nail, hammer, whoops. Couldn't really hit the nail, on the, nail on the head with with an idea, and I and I got an idea from another successful one from another guy who is in um, Washington, and he does one new thing to do in Stockton or in Washington in this case every day, and I thought this is it. This is a great idea. It's a way to get people out and explore Stockton. Yeah. So I, I um and I try to take a one picture. 
a day and post it on Flickr. Mm-hmm. And that that has been tough. Um, you know, family events and some travel and, you know, a, a full-time work, full-time family, trying to podcast. And that's just taking a picture. But you you have, you know, you have um, you know, thoughtful entries. You're not just putting out a one-liner and you have pictures. You have done some video. I mean, ha- has it been easy for you or has it been difficult to make sure you get one thing every single day? Yeah, it it, it certainly is a challenge. Um, I th- there are plenty of things to do in Stockton, and I my goal is to do one new thing a day. But the I I, I hope to provide great content and great video for folks that in the hopes that they will go out and explore it themselves. Um, what I do yesterday, I did a, I did a new park in North Stockton, and it was the first time I'd been there. It's a sixteen acre park, and and the park is huge. I mean, it has a great dog park, a lot of things to do there that if I hadn't been doing this project, I would I would never have known about it. So were you just driving around? I was out at Target. Oh, okay. And I go, wait, I think there's a new park over there because it just opened last year. And I thought, hey, I'm going to go check it out. So there you go. Very cool. And you're getting some, uh, some, some good responses and folks giving you... Uh ideas of other things. I, I certainly would think that you could do, you know, three things to do every day for a whole year and not, and not run out, but you have, um, you, you have some, some, some great ideas on there. And some of them, I like that, you know, they're, they're simple and they're free. And some of them are, you know, they, they're, they're not free and they're more mm-hmm. of a planned event. But, um, is there any one of the events that stands out to you that, uh, you particularly liked doing or that you got some good feedback on? Yeah, there's, you know, and speaking of that, I, I try to, not everything's going to be free because, you know, you can't go through, you, you can't, you know, you can't just go through and try to find only free events. But, um, you know, I'll, I'll highlight a, a good restaurant that I think is, is good and popular. Like, I got a lot of feedback from the restaurant Chuck's on Pacific Avenue. It's been a staple of the avenue for a long, long time and um, got a lot of good feedback on that one. Um so I like to do, you know, I'll do parks, I'll do businesses, I'll do, I don't know, golf courses, different events that may be coming up, like the recent Earth Day Festival. I did that as a thing to do in Stockton. And um, so I'll cover all sorts of things. Yeah, I uh, um, there's a couple of things that, you know, I've, I forget about, like uh, recently you did it on Best Lumpia, which is not very far from the Outback Studios and uh, have not been there in Many many years. Um, Very good. Yeah, although I I I go there and I go next door to Dante's occasionally, and I always forget about Ben's uh, Best Lumpia. But, yeah, Dante's um, is on the list. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I, I I think it's a, a it, it's interesting. You know, every day I'm I uh, I look forward to finding out what that one thing to do in Stockton is, and and um and I, I I certainly appreciate the work that you have to put into to putting out video, finding a new spot. Getting it on the web, getting mm-hmm. it on Facebook and all that stuff. So. Yeah, it's a fun project. And my goal is just to get folks out, um, enjoying Stockton, enjoying the, the positive things about them, and, uh, you know, spend some money in our local businesses. It'll help everybody thrive in the long run. Yeah, true. Great. Well, uh, now, David, you get the uh, final four that everybody gets for coming on the podcast, Stockton. First, how long have you been in Stockton? Well, I'm uh, born and raised Stockton, so I've been here been for here all your life all huh? my life so you were you were born here you, you've never left i've left for a period of a couple of years ago away from school and and then came back so where'd you go when you left stockton 
I had to rough it out in Monterey. Oh, tough. Yeah, it was kind of hard coming back, but uh, <laughs> we did. So great. So all all your life, we'll see. All my life, pretty pretty close. Yeah. And uh, what do you what do you like about Stockton? Stockton is uh, it continues to grow. It's I think it's it's um, it's it, it it's a large city, but at the same time, you have those small knit communities. Um, you can always go somewhere and recognize a face or a name and and uh like i said it's a large but small city in my opinion yeah i would agree with that what's your uh what's your favorite stockton memory favorite stockton memory i remember going to the old billy hebert field and watching the ports play oh boy um watching the prospective major leaguers and yeah, back uh, when they were the farm team for the uh, brewers Brewers, yeah i saw gary sheffield jamie moyer oh wow you name it so it's fun that they created the new ballpark and all the young youth of today can go and watch the new major leaguers. Yeah. I, I love the new ballpark. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's great. It is absolutely beautiful, but it just, from my memories as, as a young child is nothing like, like Billy Hebert. It's, it's just, it was a different feeling. It was a completely different feeling. It was, yeah, a, it it was, was. a lot cheaper back then too. <laughs> <laughs> Although, you know, you, you can't beat the price of a, you know, going to the, the ports game or do a thunder game. It's still pretty cheap. Um, what's, uh, what, what, what do you like to do for fun in Stockton when you're not out shooting videos and writing 365 things to do in Stockton? Well, one thing I'm, I've begun to learn from this project of 365 things to do in Stockton is there's much more going on than one originally can, can imagine, you know, just, yeah. And you can't do it all. No. Um, you know, just last few weeks ago was the Earth Day Festival, and then the Asparagus Festival, and then um, the other Uno de Miles uh, pub crawl. There's just so much more than to do than you think. And j- just recently, it's been a blast just going out and, and, and hanging out with friends at these events. It's it's um, it, it's just a, it's a lot of fun. So just hanging out with these new events and uh, with friends is is what I like to do. Cool. All right, so uh, one last time, uh, let the listeners know where they can find all the great stuff you're doing online. So online, you can go to thestocktonlife.com, and that'll, that'll take you straight to 365 things to do in Stockton. Um, there's my website, mckeeverrealestate.com. And also, we're on Facebook. If you just search for 365 things to do in Stockton, you can find us there as well. And uh, and you're on Twitter, but you don't use it very often. Yeah, Twitter is kind of hit and miss. I don't I can only spend so much time on the computer. Hey, that's why you get it on your iPhone, man. <laughs> on Twitter, you're Dave McKeever. You haven't updated uh, yeah. in a while. And I think you also have a 365. Yeah, 365 things stocked in. It's kind of abbreviated, but. Yeah, I, I think know. it's without the vowels. <laughs> yeah. We'll put links in the show notes to all the places you can find. Uh, David McKeever out on the internet. Dave, thanks for uh, for coming on the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for listening to Podcast Doctor. I want to thank David McKeever for joining us in the studio. If you want to learn more about David and his 365 things to do in Stockton, you can check out his website at McKeeverRealEstate.com. Coming up in a couple of days, 
podcast talked an exclusive. Yeah, I had a chance recently to sit down with Leona Marino and Jared Foster and learn about their new venture, where talent meets the world. Join us in a couple of days as we break the exclusive story. A story you won't get anywhere else. We'd love to hear your comments. Leave us a message at 209-565-3229 or send them to mail at podcaststockton.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcaststockton. Find me on Twitter, username podcaststockton. And me at Gomez. For links to all the things we mentioned in today's show, visit podcaststockton.com. And until next time, make it great, Stockton.